Welcome to episode eight of Teach Me Tiger. How's this? Oh, that's good. Better? Yeah. Oh, that's good. good. You're using your mm-hmm. AM radio voice. Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> Welcome to Teach Me Tiger, the podcast where you send us the questions and we call in the experts and smartiest pals to help us answer them. We're your favorite neighbors, Melody Starkweather and Sarah Wright. Wrong. Just kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sarah left. Where'd she go? <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hey, Mel. How are you? I'm great. Good. How was your week, Sarah? <laughs> silence. <laughs> this is what radio silence sounds like. Yeah. I think it was good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what happened this week. I feel like what I saw you a lot. We saw I... each other a bunch. Yeah. Oh, we have that shade tent up now. It's fucking game changer. Oh, that's why your week is lost to, to shade. napping in the shade. Yeah. And such, like you ever nap. <laughs> I'm always fucking napping. Yeah. Slash like passing out fully clothed like at the foot of my bed with seven kids on me. Even though I only have four kids. Where did Where'd those other from? kids come from? Actually, I They're went yours. to your house yesterday yeah. to borrow a wheelbarrow. Yeah. Lo and behold, there were approximately seven kids That's on the play true. structure. There's always so many kids in my fucking house. Yeah. They're so cute, though. Sometimes I don't even know who's at my house. One of them said to me, this is the circus, and we're having a play date all day long. And I said, well, enjoy. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> cool. See you. Ew. There's too many Bye. kids here. Bye. Yeah, I really wanted my kids to leave the house today. But nobody, nobody took, left. Nobody there. wanted them. <laughs> I left. It was great. I left with my daughter, and nice. we went and saw my nana. And oh, so my you went mom. just you and Penny? Yeah, and the baby. Nice. And we went to the Hungry Seven, which is a great restaurant. I in Perth. Love. Shout out! It's the fucking best. I love the Hungry Seven. Best burger I've ever had in my life. The guy who runs it, I assume he's the owner, but yeah, I'm not really is. sure. Yes. Loves, the chef. He loves, loves, loves little kids, he which is does. so he's charming, so sweet, and wonderful. Life hack for. Uh, Men who want to get the ladies' attention, yeah, love babies. Every woman loves a man who loves babies. It's true. That's yeah. a fact. It's a dating hack. It's, it's a dating hack. Dating hack. Life hack. You want the hack, world hack. to respect you. You respect the babies. Respect the babies That's first. Why. Start from the bottom. Now you're here. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. Started from the bottom. Now my whole team here. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. <clears throat> started from the bottom, bottom now the whole fucking team, team here <laughs> perfect i've heard of drake yeah <laughs> yeah i think he has a song that's on the radio yeah know. maybe how was your week mel yeah i feel like it was sort of one of those like weeks where it just it's gone just yeah that's went. over yeah i like lost it i don't really know what happened but i cleaned my chicken coop ew <laughs> 
It was the most disgusting thing I've ever had to do. And Sarah told me I should put something over my face, but yeah, I, I didn't. Did. I just took an antihistamine and no. went for it. And like, I woke up and my nose was so stuffed up. My throat is still sore. I'm like coughing up yeah. stuff. It's Ew. terrible. Ugh. And it wasn't even the poop. You know that? It wasn't it's the, the poop. dander. The, the ammonia, mm-hmm. the pee. And like, you don't smell that normally, but when you dig into old litter mm-hmm. in the chicken coop, oh, Golly, it was just the worst. Oh, golly. Oh, golly. Oh, golly, Miss Molly. So, Sarah, um, shortly, we're going to be meeting with Jenny Whaley. Oh, my God. I love Jenny. Swoon. I know. (laughs) I'm a Um, bit of a friend crush slash music crush slash crush crush. Sarah's been a fangirl so hard. I'm a fangirl all over Jenny. Jenny, I'm fanning girl all over you. (laughs) What's it mean? Ooh. What? I'm going to fangirl all over your face. <laughs> um, I won't, Jenny. I'm sorry. Well, so I was thinking about the upcoming episode. We we're going to be recording this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was driving my car. I was listening to Ace of Face real loud. And I was cool, yeah. thinking maybe we should chat about what our favorite CD is to play in the car. Yes. For driving. Let's. 100%. Mine is Ace of Base, oh. The Sign. Yeah. It opened Um, up your eyes. I actually hate that song. I know, me too. What's your faves? I hate that song. It's either All That She Wants. Oh, is another baby. I like the one that's like... Don't turn around. That one, yeah. I don't want to see my heartbreak. And then there's one that's like... It's like... Oh, anyway, anyway you do it. We're dancing mm-hmm. to the beat. If you could yeah. see us, you would. You would. No. I love that song. Oh, anywhere, anywhere you do it. I also really like REM Out of Time, specifically Near Wild Heaven. I think that's what it's called. If you're in your car and it's sunny yeah. and you're driving, yeah. you should play it really loud, roll your windows down a bit, cool. and it's life, man. It's like spring. It's life, it's man. It's just life. You gotta do it. <laughs> like, you do life. I think it's called Near Wild Heaven. That's- you do you, and I'm gonna do life. Life's my bitch. I'm gonna make life my bitch. That's right. Bend over, life. <laughs> base. Anyway. Anyway, you do it. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm calling so. out your name. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed our um, our podcast that was um, Wayne and Garth theme. Oh. <laughs> our Wayne's World theme. Swing. Party yeah. time. Excellent. <laughs> we really nailed that one, I think. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. 
Thanks, Sean, for putting up with our shenanigans. Sean. Seananigans. Sean, there's so, so many good. things we're going to do with your name. Um, we have so many shenanigans set up. But I, I, I shan't make you listen to them all. <laughs> or else we'll have to go Sean and on and on about it. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> um, we go on? Sean, <laughs> <laughs> we move on. Sean, we move on. Uh, let's move Sean. Let, no, let's just pick up Sean and move him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> let's just move him. Sarah. Mel. Tell me about your favorite CD in the car. What is it? You're not going to believe it. No, I'm not. What is it? It's actually Jenny Whiteley. You're sucking up. I'm not fucking kidding You're you. You're sucking no, up. No, I'm not even sucking up. I can sing. I I actually prepared because I knew you'd think I was being a, a brown noser. Ooh, I hate that expression. Yeah. Uh, Your nose is brown. I can see it. Ew. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. It's not. It is. Uh, <laughs> I pre- pre-recorded my children singing a bunch of Jenny Widely songs because we play it in the car all the fucking time. It's my favorite. And it's the only time that the kids stop fighting and we all get along. We're all just friends. Should we? I mean, we'll play it for Jenny, right? Should we play it right now? Do you want to play it now, too? Maybe, Maybe. even both. Like Maybe both times. I just want to hear so, it. Right? Yeah. Let's listen to it. All right. Sarah, it sounds like you have 20 children singing together. I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> They know the whole thing. I go down by the ding ding ding. Very nice. So it's real. Wow. Um. So that one, and then before that's uh Jenny Whiteley's newest album, which is called Fuck. What's it called? The original Jenny Whiteley. The original, the OG, JW, <laughs> original Jenny Whiteley. And then before that, it was Jenny's other album, and it's got, like, um, the song Gloria that's really spooky on it. Pick me up, both dogs, check my teeth, down my throat, me in a car, signed a note, drove me home. They took me out to a farm and drove around behind the barn They stripped me there in the front yard and hosed me down I was shivering in the night air I could feel the heat of stare I looked up to the window above and fell in love with Gloria Gloria, 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 Gloria Ah, oh, so good uh, I love listening to throw. I love to listen to like Eve Six and like uh, Everclear. So much Chloe. Yeah, Eve Six. Eve Six. Um, Were they popular at the same time as Everclear? Yeah. Are they like of that like presence yeah, of the United see- States of America? Like all uh, that. Ah. President says millions of peaches, peaches for me. Millions of peaches. Peaches for free. Look out! 
Hey, I yeah. know I've mentioned to you, but I would love to mention to our listeners, um, Casper Baby Pants is the best kids music ever. Oh, yeah. And it's the guy from Presidents of the Bargain. United States of America. And it's like the sickest kids music. I actually really enjoy listening to that in the car. Also, I forgot. I love them. Casper love, Baby Pants. I love Presidents of the United States of America. That was my first like cool favorite band. Super cool. That I thought was cool. I really liked, um, there was a song about, like, spiders and a dude, like, little blue doom buggy in the sand. A little blue doom buggy in my hand. Or the cat, and he was like, fuck you, kitty cat. Scratch me through my jeans. Kitty cat, fuck you, kitty cat. Leave my thing alone or something. Huh? I just liked it because he. Said, See, I only ever you. knew the Peaches song. Oh, I knew that yeah. whole album. Yeah, I was in grade five, and I had a boyfriend who gave me the tape. Nice. So I fucking listened to it all the time. And yeah. he was a skater, and I wore his pants. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I was very cool. Can't help it. Sick. Cool for life. Sick girl. Sick. Sweet. So also gonna be joining us. Today, as our co-host, is Gregory Wright. Uh, Aaron's. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, so don't tell Greg I said that. Don't everybody. tell Greg. Um, so His the funny thing about is Greg Aaron. is, well, he's my husband. <laughs> That's the funny thing about yep. Greg. Sucker. <laughs> Tricked him. No. Uh, Greg's my handsome husband. He's also the star of Greg's Stentialisms, which you've been listening to, I'm sure. Uh but everyone th- his last name is Aaron's and it's a double A. Greg Aaron's A A R O N S. Uh but everyone thinks that his name is Greg Wright, which is my name. Eh, wrong. Wrong. It's Greg Aaron's. So just so you know. But don't fucking ever call me Sarah Aaron's because I'll Mm-mm. fucking smash you in the face with my head. Cause guess what? Headbutt. That's not my name. That's not my name. What? That's not my name. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my name's Sarah Wright. Not Mrs. Aaron's. Mm-mm. Sarah Aaron's. Anything with a double A. <laughs> Nothing with a double A. None Nothing with that. a double A. No double A's. Unless it's a vibrator. Oh, hey Oh, you're right. I haven't talked to my vagina in a year. Yeah. No, wait. How old's my baby? Six months. I haven't talked to my six vagina months, in six yeah. months. See you later, sister. She's on retreat. Anyway. She's on a retreat. Uh, what was I saying? She's like a gap year. The giant baby. So you know. Yeah, she's just taking a little trip. She's finding herself, like down under <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> she's on a trip down under, <laughs> and uh, you know we're like we write each other sometimes. Maybe like Skype. We're working on a documentary called Sarah's Vagina Gets Her Groove Back. Yeah. It stars Sarah's <laughs> vagina and she meets Crocodile Dundee down Ooh. under and he really ignites the fire within her vagina. Wow. Inside of the vagina. Ouch. Right. Fire vagina. <laughs> it's, a, it's a story of STIs. <laughs> Ooh, there's a fire inside my vagina. Yeah, might want to get that checked out. Have you been seeing 
Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee. Dundee. I fucking wish. That guy's a dream. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Stay away from that one. I want to see his burning I want to see his crocodile dungarees. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to see his crocodile dong, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong. Mel just said dong. Oh, live, live on air. Live on air. Yeah, so Greg's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not having sex. Um, so, <laughs> so Greg's coming and he's going to love me sharing all the intimate details of our sex life. Or Tell us about his wiener, Sarah. Tell us about it's his huge. Song. It's like <laughs> Crocodile Dundee all over again. That's what I call his wiener. They said the burning is an STI. It's just it's so enormous. So enormous. Really painful, you know? It's really painful. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Cut. Cut, Cut. it out. Keep it in. That's what she said. <laughs> hey Oh, fuck. Okay. I got to tell you what the funniest thing okay, okay. that I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. So we're over at our girl, Justine. Hi, Justine. Hey, girl. Our other favorite neighbor. And uh, we're over there last night. We had a couple drinky poos. Mm. Fucking awesome. We're talking about childbirth. We're talking about our vaginas. Right. Shocking. All we fucking talk about is I heard. I heard Justine has one, too. She has a vagina, too. I know. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Um, our club just expanded to three members. Three we members. We all have vajayjays. Ugh. The JJ. Who are you, Oprah? The Jingle Jangles. <laughs> yeah. I used to call it a box. I was like, I liked it. It was really neutral. Anyway, okay. So we're talking about childbirth, and she's talking about her little baby girl, Rosie. It was just her birthday. And she's saying how, like, Rosie was her easiest birth, you know? And we're talking about, oh, fucking childbirth. What a trip. She's like, oh, man, Rosie was so good. She gave me a fucking courtesy spit on the way out. And spits in her hand. What? Do you get it? A courtesy spit? Like, before you put your dick inside someone, oh. you're going to give a fucking courtesy spit? <laughs> she said she, her daughter gave her a courtesy spit on the way out of her vagina. Oh, I almost fucking shit my pants. I laughed so hard I couldn't <laughs> fucking breathe. Like, it's so amazing and horrible. And that woman is hilarious. She's so funny. I just spent the whole night last night laughing. And the best thing is, is Ian thinks she's really, really funny. Yeah. Like, he... He's quite tickled by her. He is. Like, he just watches her. Like, it was so beautiful to behold. He's like, you could see on his face, he's like, she's amazing. Yeah. And every joke she made, he was, like, shocked. He was like, oh, my God. And, like, beside himself. Wow. See, my man loves me so much. I'm really... Hashtag blast. Mm-hmm. That's our next tattoo. <laughs> Hashtag blast. Uh-huh. <laughs> our kids were so annoying this morning in bed. They were already crying before we got out of bed. And Greg's like, no, no, we're really blessed. We're really, we're really blessed. And I was like, I wish we were fucking more hashtag unblessed. We fucking hashtag unbless this shit because we're too hashtag blessed. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Too many blessings. Too many raining blessings. down. Too many fucking blessings. <laughs> but Greg doesn't think I'm funny. He would say that he does. Yeah. I mean, if he was here right now, he'd be like, no, no, I do. I think you're really funny. Yeah. He never laughs when I tell a joke. Same. Ever. I mean, not. I don't know if he laughs at my jokes. I haven't paid attention because I'm so busy laughing at my own jokes. Right. Because um, we're so funny. Same with my husband. Yeah. I'll tell a joke and I'll be like... <laughs> Is that what you'll be like? Yeah. It's amazing. And he'll be like, uh-huh, yeah. And I'm like, that's did a, you get that's did you a hear laugh me? Out Chris, loud. Chris, did you hear me? 
Yeah. Did you hear what I said? Did you get it? <laughs> Did you, you hear get me? it? Did and you he's get like, it though? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> he just Ugh. I know. Indulge me a little. You know? Yeah. Just Indulge laugh. Me. Just laugh at us. With laugh, us. Laugh around with us. Near us. When we make us. jokes, always laugh. Yeah. Or else we'll fucking burn your house down. And give us five stars on iTunes. Give it <laughs> give us five stars, write a favorable review, and always laugh at our jokes. Yeah. Or Sarah's gonna burn your house down. Okay. That's not a threat. I'm threatening you. <clears throat> but technically, this is a comedy podcast, so you can't get her on that. Yeah, and we love. Yeah, we're joking. We love you guys so much. <laughs> we love our listeners. We really do. I can't believe anyone's listening to us. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> get a life. <laughs> Just kidding. Kidding. We love you. So we have Jenny Whiteley here and Greg. Hi, Greg guys. Aaron's. Hello. Hi. <laughs> that was Jenny and then Greg saying hello. Yes. And then this is Greg. Go. Hi. <laughs> Might as well go for soda, Greg. Nobody hurts. <laughs> Nobody cries. <laughs> Might as well go for soda. Nobody hurts. Oh, checklist. There's no Kim Mitchell. Oh, no Kim yeah, Mitchell reference? It's on the rules. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. That's no. so weird because remember that whole Patio Lanterns rap I had? Oh, that yeah. I was going to do? That was, yeah. Oh, I should have read. Mm, Damn. Shit. We're going to have to fill. Oh. That's my kryptonite, Patio Lanterns. Yeah. Get full of kryptonite by uh, that amazing jam band. Do you like that one? I don't like anything that's called a jam band. Usually, that's <laughs> not my. It's not my bag. They, they're the fish. Do you mean fish? Two, no, I mean the ones that do two princes, princes who adore oh, 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 you. Oh, what uh, spin doctors? Spin doctors. Yes, yeah, I actually am friends with Eric. I, I didn't can't know believe they I didn't were a jam band. They, by definition. Mm, maybe they aren't. Let's call Eric. Should we call Eric? Okay. Who's <laughs> What are we going to call him? <laughs> Amherst Island Eric. Let's oh, call him that he moved to Amherst Island. That's really smooth. Mm-hmm. Really rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amherst like Island him. Eric. Can you call me Amherst <laughs> Island ring, ring. Sarah? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's so, get the show on the road. Do you want to introduce Jenny? I'm going to introduce you, Jenny. Um, I'm introducing Jenny Whiteley. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Sarah. I'm introducing, introducing <laughs> Jenny Whiteley. <laughs> yeah. Weighing in at. Wait a minute. Wait, we can't Don't ask that on the radio. Anyone? <laughs> One eighteen. You need to see a doctor. There's fucking something wrong, Jenny. Shit, girl. Jenny's amazing. She's a great friend. She's a great lady. She's also kind of a neighbor. Because I don't know if you guys know, but we call ourselves your favorite neighbors because mm-hmm. we're neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're country neighbors. Yeah. We're all country neighbors. When you live in the country, everybody is your neighbor. Yeah. So Within 45 minutes drive, you're yeah. like, oh. Nabes. Nabes. Nabes for life. <laughs> NFL. Never. 
<laughs> That's what that means. NFL. Right. Makes life. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Two-time Juno Award winner. And... That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Snazzy dresser. Snazzy dresser. Mm-hmm. Your home's beautiful. My home, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I yeah. live in an old home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elfin, Ontario. You do? Yeah. Grew up in Toronto. Who would have ever thought that I'd end up in Elfin, Ontario, Eastern Ontario? How did you end up in Elfin? Wait, wait Isn't a like minute. your whole family out here, though? No. Or your mom, though, My mom. Right? Yeah, my mom moved. That's exactly how we ended up coming out here was my mom moved to McDonald's Corners. Mm. Okay. 20 plus years ago, I guess. And then we uh, like came up and visited all the time. And then when we finally decided maybe we wanted to like buy a house or, you know, start a family, we were living in Toronto and, That's impossible. you know, two musicians we were like, there's no way. So we started looking around just for fun, mm-hmm. not going to buy anything. And then we saw the house in Elfin. Yeah. That's how it happens. Yeah. And it's a huge kitchen. Like you walk into this huge kitchen. It's and so great. It was so crazy looking that house when we first saw it like every inch of it was covered in paneling or like dark like cloth like like she the woman who lived there had made like lots of her own curtains and everything but everything was made of like woolens Mm. and dark colors like that was her like jewel tones was her thing and uh but you know we could see it we saw underneath that to our what our vision of what that house would eventually look like that stuff looks nice with ashtrays Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that kind of palette and yeah. uh, fabric. Ashtrays, lots of ashtrays. Those glass ones that are kind of uh, orangey color. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And really Amber. full. Yeah. <laughs> Very full of menthol cigarettes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, when we were at your house last, you were showing me the wallpaper, the oh, wallpaper yeah. history. There's this this great uh, like 40s wallpaper, but then behind it. Yeah, you keep going and behind it there's like wallpaper from the 20s and then from like the turn of the century and it's just, yeah, it's like... What happens at the end? Uh, Get to Narnia. Right, right. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Have you guys heard the chronic what cools of Narnia? It's like a rap about Narnia. The chronic what cools of Narnia Yes, the chronic what cools of Narnia We love that chronic what cools of Narnia Pass that chronic what cools of Narnia No, oh, Lila, my daughter Lila was just saying the other day, she's like, how is it that nobody's ever made a really super cool movie franchise? But Narnia. Narnia. Haven't, Haven't they? they tried? They did. They, they have. Yeah, they but tried. it hasn't, that but has it not sucks. happened, right? Somehow like not missed, in the, yeah. not in the like ilk of like, you know, I Star know, Wars. Star or Wars or the, the one with the ring. The Lord of the <laughs> Lord Dance. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> right, that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ring one. Have you yeah. guys seen A Wrinkle in Time? My 10 year old loved it. My ten year old. I loved the book when I was a ten year old. We're having long baths, reading the A Wrinkle in Time. Mm -hmm. Wow, Mm -hmm. with bath beads. It was in the era of bath beads. Remember those? Remember? Ew, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what those are. What are those? Oh, they're like dissolvable marbles, basically that have like smelly goo inside that goes in your bath water, and they were all pearlescent looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and really smelly. Yeah. Yeah. Very perfumey. Extremely oily. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember those oil of Olay um, things that look like bath beads, but like a shape, and then you twist the top off and like squirt just like a finger mm-hmm. size glob for your skin? Yeah, for your skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Remember like single use. Single use like beads. Yeah. Oil of Olay And then beads. you just take the end of it and you shove it in the ass of a turtle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a sea turtle. <laughs> sea turtle. Yeah. Endangered sea turtle. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That was the last step. Yeah. 
Later, yeah. sucker. And then, <laughs> then you had beautiful skin. Yeah, but you looked skin. amazing. You looked yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. smelled really nice. Mm-hmm. Smooth as a like turtle's your... asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Those turtles ought to be thanking us. I think. Mm. Do, do you want to introduce uh, Greg? I sure do. Greg is with us. You may know him from Greg's Existentialism. Greg, He's Greg, also Greg, known Greg. in the neighborhood as my brother wife. Yeah. Gregory Aaron's. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. He's also known for his beard. Yes, he is. Am I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah people know. Oh, the beard. They know you for your beard. I believe actually a quote about your beard was Oh, that Greg, he grows such a good beard. It's like he's growing two beards. I'm going to call him Greg Two Beard. Yeah. yeah. What? what did, yeah. I, that was that Chris. That rings a bell. Oh, wasn't it? It was Chris. He was such yeah. a sweet beard. You wanted me to give him one of my beards. Yeah, like, that's oh, it. You got two. I got none. Give me one Give of your me beards. Let's beard. two beard Greg. <laughs> Welcome hey. on the pod, Greg. So is that like you take out every other hair? Because you have a nice thick beard. Your beard isn't particularly long. Like you don't have one of those yeah. Santa Clausy no, beards. Yeah. yeah. But every other you have a lot of density of hair. Yeah. So he just wants every other hair. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's all he wants. Fine. Is that it's too much to ask? brush my beard if He's I was... our neighbor, after all. It's a all. bit weird you said no, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, things have never been the same between us and Chris. I can since. imagine. Yeah. I can really imagine. He might have wanted some of your chest beard. Mm-hmm. It's poking out the top. Can I just ask anyone, did they happen to see a, anyone follow Kathleen Edwards? She calls herself Kitty the Fool on, on Instagram. No, I, I'm going to no. start. She put a picture of her bathing suit that she's going to wear this summer, and it is... A hairy man's body. Yeah, I've seen hairy these. Man's body. Yeah, I've seen these um, bathing suits with faces like beige, and stuff, right? Well, they're just like a no, it's beige just... hairy man's body. Yeah, right. I saw one recently. Well, actually, it was two people both wearing one pieces, and one had Prince Harry's face on it, and the other has <laughs> Meghan Markle's face on it. Amazing. It was pretty great. I actually worked at Kathleen. Uh, I Edwards? worked at her wedding. And she wore oh. the same thing. She, <laughs> she wore that. Hairy, I know. Her she dress had a hairy, She's uh, kind of kick at ass. The boat, yeah. ha- the boat house in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. At the boat house in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the that was the uh, the dress code? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did she wear like the suit with a tool? You know, for the ceremony, and then take off the skirt, or Ooh, how did that like, rip it off? <sighs> I don't, it wasn't like a. I think she was pretty casual. Yeah. I don't like remember. Like flip flops with the like, mankini. Oh my god! I gotta get these. I think it's called the mankini. Like so it's, I think it's a reaction to those like really fabulous um, aprons that men can wear with a sexy lady, but or like or a larger lady could wear with a skinnier lady's body. Right. On it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there's t-shirts actually in Perth um, at the Giant Tiger. I've come across women wearing the t-shirts. A larger lady wearing the t-shirt of a, a, a very skinny lady wearing a bikini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'd like to get one of those. Do they sell them at Giant Tiger? Or I the bet clientele, they... Was it the clientele? It was the clientele, okay. but I think you might be able to pick that up in nice. the Perth Giant Tiger. You know, pick, like, pick up that lady? Yeah. 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 If you're lucky, know. swipe left or right. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> that they are just trolling the Giant Tiger parking lot. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that. Sometimes Big they just knock spot. on your window. Big hookup spot. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be there later tonight if anyone If anyone's wondering what Greg wondering. does. He's after the guy the with multiple beards. I'll be there in two weeks. Oh no, we could go. You'll two weeks be ago. there on what, yeah. like the fourteenth of June. It's a wrinkle in Say. time. Oh my it's god. It's a wrinkle in time. Go right now, I'll be there. Fourteenth <laughs> of June. But for yep. you it'll be right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can we tell the future? Is that what this means? 
Yeah. 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 The winning lotto numbers tonight are. I'm going to uh, hook up at Giant Tiger. That's the future. <laughs> oh, <Ooh>. good. <laughs> Right. Did I mention he's my husband? So perfect. You actually didn't mention that. No. But you probably, your regular listeners would know that. They should know that. Kind of glossed over it, actually. (laughs) Well, no, he's my. Happens all the time. He's my wife now, Sarah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. No, Mel mentioned it. Right. Oh, right. (laughs) Good. That's why you didn't bother. So Sarah and I were having a fun chat before you guys came about our favorite CDs to play in the car. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Guess what Sarah said? Um, Kathleen Edwards? No, Jenny, it's what? you. It's what? all you. Oh. And when Mel asked me this, she goes, I have a fun idea. Let's ask everybody what their favorite car CD is. And I'm like, oh, it's fucking Jenny, actually. And she's like, oh, you said just suck up. Sorry. And I was like, no, man, it's real. I can prove it. My kids know all the words to all the songs. Because it's my most recent record with all the like Your uh, most recent, old-timey songs. On. Yeah, record, which is called The... Original. The, original. the original. OG, J- right. OGJW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Original Jenny Whiteley. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Um, so I had to prove it. So yesterday when we got in the van, I recorded the children singing one of your songs, one of our favorites, Groundhog. And we're going to play it for you right now. I was going to guess Groundhog. Yeah, they love it. It's the whole song, but I think we should cut it there. I think we should just make the whole podcast that. It's just that. They know all of them, oh, yeah. man. Penny's always going around, put your arms around me like a circle around the sun. What's the one she's really into right now? It's just so like kind of romantic. Uh, teach me a lesson. She likes oh, that one. Oh. Yeah. She really likes teach she's me a lesson. Really I can see it. that. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I can see Penny. Well, I've been yearning. For some higher learning Someone to show me all the ropes in the school of love Is love worth earning? Does the world keep turning? Can we find that kind of thing in the stars above? Teach me a lesson, this kicking mule Teach me all the ins and outs of the golden rule Teach me a lesson, take me to school if I play my part and break his heart, I'll be the fool. Just a little groovy, sassy dance mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. on. It's like, whoof. But yeah, so what are what's your favorite CD to listen to in the car? My favorite CD, uh, okay, right now it's Old Dog, which is uh, Chris Cool CD. That's a great name. Yeah, and the song Old Dog is one of the, like, it's one of my, I, I recorded one of Chris's songs on, Hundred Dollars is on that record that you're oh, talking $100 about. Hundred Dollars is one of Chris's. Chris I love Cole that wrote that song, and I also recorded Old Dog on a record that I made with my brother Dan and our friend Riley Bogus that hasn't been released yet. Oh, so exciting. I'm a big fan of his. He's a good friend of mine, but uh, Old Dog is fabulous. Sad old dog, where he go? 
And I keep, like, I've put it on, like, Instagram and stuff a few times to be like, if you don't have this record, you just need to go out and get this record right now. Such a good record. He's he's brilliant and amazing singer. Uh, like, an incredible Clawhammer band, like, internationally renowned Clawhammer banjo player. He's fantastic. Cool. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the song Old Dog, I recorded it and loved it and asked him about it and played him the version, my version, which is always a little nerve-wracking. You know, yeah, of course. But he, he liked it and... Um, I was asking him about it and he said, I just thought like, what's the saddest thing you can write a song about? You know, really, it's obviously, yeah. are you going to, you miss your dog when your dog dies? Oh my you know? God, it's, it's one actually of, yeah. about an old dog. But it's beautiful. Like <gasps> there's one thing that I know, I'm going to miss that old dog when he goes. That's the chorus. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so that's one of my favorites. And uh, Willie P. Bennett, uh, Heartstrings, I've been listening to that kind of nonstop lately too. I'm not familiar with that either. So Willie P was, is was he died um, ten years ago, and he was a incredible songwriter. And he's like a he's kind of a songwriter songwriter, I guess. Like he's known, but he's he's very well known in certain circles, and then totally unknown to the you know wider population, which is right. the case for so many people who are kind of in folk music and whatever. Okay, but. Uh, he was a friend of mine and uh, just fantastic. Anyway, he is someone, if you have not heard of Willie P. Bennett, you should just look Check it up. Check it out. Yeah. Willie P. Bennett. You know Blackie and the Rodeo Kings? Do you yeah. know that band? Okay. Yeah. Well, that band is named after one of Willie's songs. No way. They started as a tribute band to Willie. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So there you go. Just good friends. Been to every rodeo and they rode on every old train. And Blackie lived out her life every night trying to sort out the lies that people would tell her. And the rodeo king was an Indian who found the bottle a better friend than any old white man. Through 20 years of fighting with the Brahmas and the horses and the women. You know, he's a, um, a big deal. Yeah, he's a big deal. Nice. Who's um? I was so tickled by his band's name that I was obsessed with listening to in the car over and over and over again. He's got this song for. Was it Al Tuck? Al Tuck and no and, nonsense. And no, no action. action. No action. Al Tuck and no action. Oh my god, <laughs> that was a big one too. Like Al Tuck and no nonsense would have no been nonsense. good too. Though. That's good too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's not an expression. That's so, not sorry. an expression. Yeah. Al Tuck and no action. I really That's like um, the song Keep he that. has. He's got a tribute <laughs> song to Stompin' Tom. Oh, StompinTomCounters.com. Come on, baby, log on. StompinTomCounters.com. Yeah. He sang that song at Mira, the Mira Schoolhouse in McDonald's Corners. Ugh. And he came. He was only two and a half hours late for his show. Oh, <laughs> okay. And Perfect. Joey luckily was there. My husband, Joey Wright, who is a uh, Juno-nominated musician in his own right. He is. He's he amazing. was there. We were putting the show on for Al. And so Joey just kept playing. He just, it, there was a, you know, bunch of people. There was like 50 people waiting for the show. And we just all kept hanging out and having more tea. And Al should be here anytime. He called once. He's like, I'm, I think I'm like an hour away. Oh, God. <laughs> and but was everyone happy? They yeah, were t- like they a double it. show. Best night ever. Shit, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, he, he debuted that song there. When you talk about your humble beginnings, when he was born back in old St. John. 
But life's a game that lasts nine minutes It ain't over till they're gone Connors came from behind and won I got to find out where he be playing Go get your laptop, baby, log on To StompatomConnors.com It makes me cry every time. Right. And then, do you know the story, though, that he wrote that whole song? He was kind of so obsessed with that idea of stompingtomconnors.com. And then that's not his email. That's not his his uh, website. website. It's CA. Oh. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But Tom and .ca doesn't rhyme. Keep it Canadian, Tom. Yeah. Jeez. Greg, what's your favorite record to listen to in the car? Right now, on our car record player, it's really—it's awkward. It's very old timey. Yeah. Uh, uh, best of um, Taj Mahal. Yeah, nice. yeah. It's great driving music. And there's a Primus CD. Ugh. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like uh, it gives you like a warm, twisted feeling, which is hard to find. Nice. You're elsewhere. such a pervert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's Primus's hit? Ugh, I don't uh, know. I hate them so much. Winona and her the big be- brown beaver. The beaver. I was yeah. wondering. Winona and the big brown beaver. Her, That's her. Like the, she yeah. owns it. It's yeah. hers. Right. She bought it. Got a big it's brown her beaver. beaver. Well, got herself a big brown beaver and she shows him off to all her friends. One day you know that beaver tried to live it, so she gave him up a cyclone fast. Along came Lou with the old babbles and her aunt and that smell. That smells like seven legs. good but they have other hits that are great also mm. they're really yeah. like twisty twisted disturbing they make me feel really uncomfortable mm. it's really unconventional but cool musically it gives and, you the uh, hibber jibbers okay. gives you the hibber jibbers a bit they did the south park theme song that's what everyone oh yeah knows. okay that's a great song um, It's because it's a, it's really dissonant and out of tune on purpose, right? Yeah. It's like a music box. Yeah. You're like, oh, I think I know what it should sound like. I don't like it. Why no, do you I think don't. that ice cream trucks still sound the way they do? Have you, you guys, you probably have an ice cream truck pass through Brook every day. <laughs> All the time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was just in Toronto and we turned right in this neighborhood and right behind us came this Super creepy Scary. sounding ice cream truck. It's all the same. Yeah. It's like can never exactly yeah. be in tune. It just sounds yeah. like, you know, it's like when Stephen your walkman wrote it. is like running out of batteries and it's like, mm-hmm. and everything starts to slow down. But know? now it's got to be digital. It's like they do, they're obviously they're doing it on purpose. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh. Is it the old timey yeah. vibe? Like if it was too cheery, the children would just run too quickly. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, like terror and nostalgia sell ice cream. And yeah, there's yeah. a scary Duh. clown. <laughs> scary, scary clown. Come on. Here, kids. I'm, yeah. I'm ready for some ice cream. That's mm-hmm. my number one fear response. Yeah. <laughs> ice cream, ice cream, <laughs> ice cream. Chocolate dip, please. You know, I do miss that about Toronto, though. The ice cream trucks. I hadn't even thought of them for years. Yeah. Obviously, we don't have them here. Let's I make one. Yeah, let's do it. It'll just be us eating it. It was always just Dickie D. Like rarely did we get ice cream trucks in my neighborhood in Ottawa. Mm. 
But Dickie D was always around the corner. And that's and, just that's like popsicles with the bells. He's bi- he's biking it bike, around. Yeah. And, was, oh, and then, yeah, like, yeah. he'd grow up, and one of your friends would get the job, and, like, mm. he's biking it around. Yeah. And their, their he has song a bell. was Dickie D's Dun Dirt Cheap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the Dickie But in bells, it was, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. It was hooked up to the bike chain. Yeah. So you could really rock it. <laughs> wow. Going downhill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we going to play our game? Are you guys ready to play our game? We have a new jingle. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get to some questions. That's very exciting. Ooh. Roll up your sleeves, pull up your socks, reach on into Melody's box. Icebreakers. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a dream good, right? Snazaroo. Right? Thanks Greg. Thanks, Greg. Uh, you're I recognize that <laughs> tenor. That sweet, sweet voice. That sweet, so, sweet timber. We're going to so reach into a, a box called okay. Icebreakers, mm-hmm. where you're going to reach into my fancy box. Mm-hmm. Ooh, fancy box. I got a question. Maybe two. Do we gotcha. each get to reach into your box? Sure. Yeah. 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 So Put on your gloves. At the same time? At the same time. Ready? <laughs> courtesy spit. Could you give a Here courtesy take a, take a deep breath. <laughs> take a deep breath. <laughs> Just relax, just Mel. Just let relax. Let your knees fall to the sides. Let your knees scooch. Scooch I'm also, down. I'm also hoping to climb into your attic later. <laughs> but uh, this is true. Greg's a to carpenter. Check for leaks. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Jenny. Yeah. What are you not very good at? I am not good at geography. Ooh, geography. Yes. So when I play Trivial Pursuit, which... I would love to play every day of my life. Really? Yes. Oh, I hate it. It makes me feel stupid. I love trivia. I used to play NTN trivia in the bar. Whoa. Like, which was like a, you know, you play against other people in other bars that were hooked up to the NTN. Yeah. Whoa. Cool. I came in pretty high ranking one time. You're famous in the bar scene. Yeah. Yeah. For your trivia, not for your music. Circa 1992. Yeah. But uh, was I even old enough? No, I don't know. Mid 90s, maybe. But um, uh, so need someone to be on the geography side of uh of the trivia. Of the trivia mm-hmm. Joey, my yeah. husband Joey, Juno nominated Joey, right? Joey he, right. uh <laughs> is really fantastic at geography. So Is he really? Yes. Yeah, okay. So that's a good pairing. If we get to be it's really not fair if we're on the same team though because you know, there's like a communicado situation that's going on that. I think that's super thing? fair. Yeah. Yeah. Are you like pop pop culture? Oh, everything, history, everything, everything else. else. Yeah. And he's geography. He's, he covers geography really well. <laughs> and some sports and leisure. He's, he's a very, very good sporty guy. Oh. <laughs> and leisure. See, oh, that's nice. You think he's got it surrounded. Yeah. No. He I'm always, when we get this yellow, the, uh, yellow, what am I talking about? It's orange, obviously. <laughs> sports, the sports pie. <laughs> uh, I'm always hoping for leisure as opposed to sports, like right, right. poker question mm-hmm. or, you know. Poker, I hardly know her. Exactly. Oh, you brought her. <laughs> Greg, what are you not very good at? Ooh, your wife's asking you this question. I can't think of a single thing. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know, like like basic life skills. I don't, you know, like organization, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. remembering stuff, cleanliness. <laughs> uh, I mean, far from yeah. godliness, people. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Just the stuff that everyday people do to stay alive is a, a struggle for me. Right. But, um, I'm so blessed. Yeah, yeah. you know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps things interesting. Yeah. yeah. Keeps me super busy. But you also know my father, so. 
not my fault. It's not your fault. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> I'll never listen to this, so I can say that. I one time watched Brian Aaron's um, for like almost five full minutes straight. Tried to grate cheese onto his pasta, but he had the cheese grater backwards, oh. so it wasn't working. And I couldn't believe it. Like, I was sitting at the table, and no one else was saying anything. And I was like, "Are we not saying anything?" They're like, "You don't funny? say anything for four and a half minutes, and yeah. then, and then you'd be like, Dad." Flip it you're, around. You're holding the cheese upside down, Dad. The cheese is <laughs> This cheese isn't working. <laughs> hey, Greg, you want to reach into Melody's box? Whoa. That's the first Do time I? I've ever said that. First and last time you're going to get that offer mm-hmm. from your wife. I'm going to read this one. Oh, Mel's going to read it. Oh. It's her box. It's right. my box. Jesus. Sorry. My box, my rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Hashtag me too. So we'll start with Greg. Switch it up. What's your favorite place of all the places you've traveled? Cape yeah. Breton. Cape Breton Island. That was yeah. my favorite place. Yeah, that was, was really lovely. fun. Blueberries everywhere. Giant seabirds and precipitation. Lots. Lots of precipitation. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds lovely. It was, uh, screech. It was lovely. I bet your skin was great. It was also like a formative time for our relationship. It was. Yeah. We, when, yeah. when was it? It was at the very beginning of our meeting and accidentally getting pregnant so were you <clears throat> pregnant or was this pre pre just pre-pregnancy okay very almost pregnant and uh so not not conceived in cape breton but only. not conceived in post cape breton mm. con- conceived the notion was conceived in cape breton the notion but you forgot we actually but that's all yeah, we we I said something about birth control and making me so sick, and he goes, "Well, you should go off birth control." And I said, "Well, you know what that allegedly, means." Allegedly, allegedly, yeah, he doesn't I said remember that. any of it. Yeah. Then I went off birth control and got pregnant right away. So that was really a surprise, even though it shouldn't have been, but it really was. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a shocker. <laughs> it was like the last time you got pregnant, Sarah. Every all, yeah. how did this happen? The first well, <laughs> when a man and a woman. Yeah. <laughs> hey Jenny, what's your favorite place of all the places you've traveled? Oh, Other than right. Brooke, uh, <laughs> I, this is it right sorry, here. Uh, boy, well, I probably need to say that I France or Italy. Both, I love both, but I France. We lived in France for a year, mm-hmm. so I have you know that was like a very incredible experience for me and the whole family. And you brought your kids, yeah. We brought our kids, and they went to school there in yeah. the regular French public school. And Joey and I didn't have to work because we worked our asses off the year before and the year after to nice. pay for it. So it was that. Wow. I mean, so it's obviously France is beautiful and fantastic, but mm-hmm. the experience was also so cool. But then during that year, we went to. Rome. We've been to Italy a couple of times, but went to Rome for a week with my in-laws, with Joey's parents and my nephew and our kids. And we drove there. It was like a 14-hour drive in a van, seven of us, right. seven-seat van. Oh it God. was crazy, but really, really, really fun. Was so Rome was amazing. So yeah. that would be a toss-up. Icebreaker. We're going to get into some questions. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let me just put on something more comfortable. 
What did I just put on? She just put on a t-shirt with uh, the outline of a woman with really big breasts wearing <laughs> right. a bikini. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Let's get wet. I mean, <laughs> what? Too um, late. Too late. <laughs> so, Jenny, I was going to, what I was interested in, what changes you've noticed in the music industry as a woman? I was thinking kind of like through the lens of feminism or de shows comme ça. Because you've been in the music world for a while, and there's some been some big changes lately with how people perceive uh, ladies. Yeah, as I've, equals. God, imagine that. Ugh. Yeah, no. Well, you know, here's the thing. So, like, I think I came up in s- the industry, which is a weird way to put it mm-hmm. in my mind, because, like, you know, I just play music and you just play music, sing around. some songs and yeah. do whatever. Yeah. But, but. Um, I feel like there's a lot of women that I've known since maybe like, you know, we were in our early 20s and mm-hmm. we've all kind of come up doing to various degrees of success or whatever and notoriety, mm-hmm. infamy, if you will. Oh, I will. And, uh, <laughs> yes, I will. Uh, who are pretty boss ladyish, you know what I mean? Like these yeah. are people who were kind of knew what they wanted uh, at least moment to moment, whether or not they had like a grand plan or whatever. So right. – uh, now we're all in our late forties and we're starting to be actually the bosses of things. So right. like, you know, we, like yes. we run labels, we have our own production company, we, you know, produce other people's records. Uh, you know, we have, we run festivals where the ar- artistic directors of festivals, we run music camps and hire other musicians, like all these things that we all do now Yeah, has, that's been what I've noticed has happened. And it's not only been with women, but in general, I sort of realized, oh, this is how things work. Like when you're first starting out, you're like, how do you get into that festival? Right, right. You know, those these are the people that are running things. And yeah. really, it really was almost all men who mm-hmm. were running like, you know, whatever it was, the Folk Alliance. There were a few women and they really stood out and you kind of admired them, mm-hmm. but they were very noticeable because they were the few in between. Now it's us sort of our age group it makes sense like eventually you start just having different ideas and you have yeah. more experience and you start taking things over but now there's a lot more women awesome. you know but the funny thing is that i'm in the middle of that so i don't see it from the same perspective but the cool thing is i've always stayed friends with uh people coming up and stuff because i used to actually run a festival and hire these young people to play and so we're i'm in contact with them and they will tell me that they have like they have people to look up to the elfin roots festival yeah i used to run the elfin roots festival and i booked tons of like shows i promote concerts around here and you know i go on tour and i had the hootenanny review and all these things i've done so you bring people on board all the time it's like i'm a bluegrass camp yeah i'm a social convener it's like my thing you know like i like to put people together and i when i like somebody i trust my instincts right away and i just bring them into the fold whatever that means whether they want drag them in whether they yeah, want to or not and screaming yes yeah and then you know it's my friends like chris brown has this thing called the um wolf island garden party that he started like it's just so many so many of my friends doing these cool things really now cool and stuff. i love hearing from these younger people they're like oh yeah like i remember you know hearing you when i was like they were a teenager you know yeah. and, and then seeing me run that festival and even when i was in heartbreak hill my first like band that I was in, it was the two was Dottie and I were the two, you know, singers and like leaders of that band in a way. It was four of us in the band. 
And I always felt that way when I was performing, even when I was actually performing with the Junior Jug Band, which was the band I was in with my dad and my uncle and my brother when I was a kid, yeah. and up through my teens and into my 20s. I always felt like those little girls at the show yeah. were like looking up at me and then thinking, oh my God, this is cool. Like I could play, I could, do I could not just sing and play tambourine, but I could like play bass or guitar yeah. and like lead things and talk to the audience and just like, it just kind of, you know, anyway, so that's my main uh, observation has been like that definitely has been uh, a bit of a shift. More women being more uh, in charge, in charge. And it's our generation, my generation too, right? Like yeah. it's like we were just born to second wave feminists and yeah. most of us, right? So it's just we natural. just grew up thinking that of course, like, of course we'll just do that. Yeah. And it's not that we haven't come across obstacles along the way, but right. uh, it's never, your mindset is just different. The mindset mm-hmm. has always just been, well, of course, I'm just going to do that. Like, why wouldn't I be? Able why to wouldn't do I? That? And if you get if you reach like a place where somebody's being weird about it, you just think that's their problem. Yeah, which is a really nice shift from like, oh, there's something wrong with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. How much of that do you think is your parents? Like, you know, your par- Does your mom play music? She does not. Pr- like, she doesn't ever play on stage, but she right. does. I yeah, love she's your mom really musical. So much. Yeah, she's awesome. She's so cool. Yeah. It seems like you grew up in a really supportive environment. For sure. I mean, I grew up, well, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So my family all played music. So in the musical sense, Mm -hmm. I grew up, there was a lot of support around that. Like, it wasn't even a support thing. It was just like, I just decided one day, like, I was like, you know, a kid. Like, my Uncle Ken was saying, Ken Whiteley was saying, uh, basically, one day, I just decided that I wanted to be in the show. It's like, Dan and I should just be in the show. So, cause we used to go and see them play concerts mm-hmm. and stuff. And, uh, so they were like, okay, well, I can come up and play the last couple of songs. So that's how we started off. They'd play the show. We'd get up and play the last two songs with them. And then it just kind of became more and more and more. So musically the support mm-hmm. was there for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, also the people we grew up around, I just grew up in a super artistic, uh, community basically, mm-hmm. you know, so lots of other musicians, visual artists, poets, like just, you know, weird like queen street new wave punk people like everything that was my family's those were their friends and i feel like kind of that's basically what my kids are growing up into it's like i was gonna say your girls are both super wildly creative strong young women they're doing pretty great they're doing really cool stuff yeah it's uh it's you know what it is that i think is a huge difference generationally is that it's uh for me i just i totally wanted to spend time with my parents and their friends. I just didn't really see a difference mm-hmm. necessarily. Like I just was friends with that. Like I'd be just as excited to see their friends coming over as they would be, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and my kids are the same with our friends. Yeah, Except we get that. you two. They just want us to get out of the way and they take our baby. That's right. Audrey's up there right now taking care of Aww. my baby. Is she? Nice. Oh yeah, so she nice. fully is. Yeah, our kids are kind of the same. We have to it's be annoying. like, stop. That's my friend. And that's she's here to hang out with me. This is my play date. So, yeah, that's yeah. it. Greg will often Get have your like, own friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you often have to pull the kids aside, especially for me, and be like, "Your mom doesn't get to talk to grown-ups ever." Okay, she's having a chat. Like, just give her some fucking space. Like, they respond well that. to swearing. To swearing, they do almost exclusively to yelling yeah. and swearing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so good. Um, you'd mentioned the bluegrass camp. Mm-hmm. Is that something you're doing? Is that a project you're working on? 
Yeah, it's on, on go. Yes, I'm getting into the exciting, like it's all basically planned out. I had a meeting with uh, my friend Ivan Rosenberg, who is my right-hand man at camp, and he and I f- more or less finalized the the schedule, like the programming for everybody at camp. So now Can you tell us really about real. it a bit? Yeah, so I started this, I had this idea for years, which was to have a music camp for adults to learn to play together. So you'd come and like kind of get, you know, smooshed together and like be coached and shown like how it works to like jam with someone or rehearse with someone or right. how to like arrange a song, how to, you know, sing with someone, how to play parts, like all that stuff. Uh, it's only a week long, so you you know you can only learn so much. But it, it my idea was always to kind of base it around bluegrass because that's my kind of that's it's your what bag. I, yeah, it's my bag. It's what I started off playing, and it's an, also an easy template to put people into in a way because it's like kind of traditional. There's like bass, fiddle, mandolin, guitar, and banjo, mm-hmm, right. right? So. Um, anyway, the, m- tons of my friends were always like flying away to go teach at these things. And then I had other friends who were flying away to go study at them. Yeah. And I always Why thought flying away. Yeah. Like for the last 10 years, <laughs> I've been thinking we should just do this in Ontario. Like there's totally a market for this or like yeah. a space for it in mm-hmm. Ontario. So then my really good friend, Elisa and her uh, partner, Jess and their kids bought a decommissioned public school in Milford, Ontario, cool. outside of Picton. So not like a schoolhouse, but like a serious a fucking, fucking school. public school, like with a gym, oh, library, wow. <gasps> office. Yeah, you know, it's like it's. I mean, it's enormous, and it's eight, uh, eight acres, like two ball fields, and like oh basketball court. Oh my god, yeah. that's a thing people yeah. can do. Yeah, it never occurred to me. Like, what happens to the school? It's like a ghost school. Yeah, there were two schools. They're, they're like six kilometers or something away from each other, and mm-hmm. one of them was becoming redundant, and so they were selling it. And Elisa is amazing at. Uh, finding things like that. Like she's always kind of looking for cool ideas and de- yeah. and like uh, deals and stuff. So they found this place, they bought it, moved out of Toronto, moved to Milford and they've renovated it and they live there. And Is then they have creepy suites. creepy that they live there? It doesn't feel creepy at all. Okay. When I first stayed there, the first couple of times I stayed there, I for sure did not go pee in the middle of the night because I was like, oh, definitely haunted yeah. uh, child in the hallway. For sure. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh for my sure. God. 100%. It's, yeah. You would hear like a door, you know, it's so loud. So you're, too. In a, you're in a classroom? Yeah. And then you go to the bathroom? To the girls or the boys' what? bathroom or whatever, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you go in the boys? Do they have a gender neutral bathroom or what? Come on. All of them 2018. are gen- All of them are gender ne- neutral now. <laughs> okay. But in those days, it was like the stalls, yeah. the boys and girls. And uh, yeah. I mean, so there's they a hadn't urinal in their house. There's many urinals. They, I think they've all been removed. They have a beautiful, actually, the bathroom they made out of the boys' bathroom, quote unquote boys' bathroom. Yeah. Well, it was just the boys' bathroom. Is like like state of the art, modern, gorgeous, like tiles and like wow. huge shower. Yeah, mm. gorgeous. She's Sounds got. I mean, she's amazing. got great taste, and they they just have totally renovated. It's beautiful. You can so look it up cool. online. I want to. They were in House and Home. They were featured like as one of the best places to live in Canada. Whoa! Whoa. How do we look it up? Tell us. Tell uh, us it's, now. Yeah, it's called South in Milford. South that's, in Milford. That's the name of their. Is inn. it like a B and B? Yeah. Oh duh. Yeah, so it's a B and B. It, during oh the season, God. so like it's Love open it. now. We're and going through the fall. Is it school themed? Like, is there a you know the intercom? Is like breakfast is being served oh, ding, now? Ding, and ding, the, ding. yeah, please. Wow. And then they tell you I you have to go, go to sleep at a certain time. No, there's don't. like an angry school marm who comes. If Somebody asked me actually, Chris Cool. Attention. Speaking of old dog, he came to the school to to camp to teach last year. That's where we yes. run the camp. Is why I'm going right. on about right, right, the right. space. But anyhow, he came and he's like, did I get like? Like weird, like kinky people, like yeah. And I said, 
Well, if they do, they're not really saying like, hey, is it cool if we're like kinky? Like they just <laughs> check in hey. and do what they do in a hotel. Yeah. Like who tells the hotel what they're going to do, you know, but probably, but you they still have to go the- through the guest list and be like, Cindy, please go to the principal's office. Yeah. For something kinky. For something. <laughs> for something kinky. For a spanking. Please put your safe word on the chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> Were you getting spankings at public school, Greg? Didn't you? Didn't everybody? Oh, no. Oh, I went to alternative, uh, an alternative Catholic school. Catholic school? An alternative. <laughs> alternative Catholic school. <laughs> it was very alternative. <laughs> It was an alternative Ooh. corporal punishment program. Yeah. 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 Parents <laughs> signed him up for. Spare the rod and spoink, spoink Spoil. the child. Spoink the child. So many things have been answered oh, no. about our sex yeah. life. Very, that was in a this bit of a Freudian slip. Spoink them. If you can't spank them, I had a nickel em. for every time I got spoinked in. <laughs> <laughs> public school. Guess what we're doing in tonight. public school? Boing. It's not disturbing at all. <laughs> yeah, this this turned a dark twist. No. Well, so that's where the camp is. <laughs> the scary, spoinking, haunted school. <laughs> <Get spoinked. laughs> but yes, yeah, South and Milford is the name of their okay. inn, and then the I camp like is that. called Old School Bluegrass Camp because of the school. Yeah. And oh. yeah. And everybody called that it was Clever. the South Marysburg School that mm. when it was running as a school. So everybody just called it South. Yeah. So that's why they call their in South. So I went to South Carlton. We all called it South. Yeah, see? Yeah. Same. You went to South Carlton. No, no. Oh my god. <laughs> same same. That was amazing. South, South. So this is our fourth year running camp and it's 50 students and uh yeah, we're about to start going the so first first week of July. Fun. Maybe next year. Yeah, we really wanted Can't you wait. to go this year, but it was just too crazy to sleep away for a yeah. week. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not. So, a it's sleepaway camp. We don't. Uh, we've never been apart for a week. The longest we've ever been apart, I think, it. is like two nights, maybe two hellish nights of two hellish terror. Yeah, terror <laughs> at the haunted school. At the haunted schoolhouse. <laughs> we're so pathetic. Oh my god! But we're madly in love. So. Great. Yeah. My it's husband Joey is away at on a ten right now. He's day three of a ten day silent meditation retreat. Oh, oh my wow. god, Joey's being silent somewhere? <laughs> That's what yep. I said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's gonna have so many great jokes That's when he gets ex- back. Precisely oh. almost to the word what Greg said when I told him. <laughs> So he must be just choking on all kinds of hilarious. So many funny jokes. I can't. Can you imagine? You can't. He cannot. Nobody in, at the retreat can speak for ten days. Oh my god. Yeah. Weird. Are they allowed to carry around notebooks? Nope. No writing. No wow. reading. <gasps> no music. No anything. What? Yeah. Ew. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that's good. That's what he wanted to do. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But that's. Wow. I mean, he, we've really been away brave. from each other. Like we tour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're on the road with other people and stuff. We. But this is the first time I think. For sure, this is the first time ever where I haven't been able to actually talk to him. Right? Oh, right. Oh, or text him. You can't him. even, right. like, communicate. No. Wow. So, like, even, like, stuff is happening in our lives, like, you know, with our friends and stuff, and I can't text and say, oh, my God. Like, it's weird. It's happening. It's weird. Wow. You know, like, so oh, my God, I'm pregnant. <laughs> where is he? Silent. Wait. He's quietly at uh, Montebello, Quebec. Wow. Not at the fancy resort where they was, had the G8. But, I was going to oh, say, I mean, like, road. if you're going to have to be quiet, Montebello is the place. <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up for a week if I get to stay in Montebello. Yeah. No, I won't. That's not even true. 
I met a couple of people once who were coming off of a silent retreat and they got kicked out for talking. <laughs> They're really? like, yeah, we're home early because we were talking too much. Hi, guys. <laughs> they did say something in the literature like, we have had people who know each other come to the retreat. It can be problematic. So mm. I think, I mean, the temptation right. if you know someone already is to like just sneak off and be like, oh, my God, the guy's farting constantly. Right. Or right. Yeah. But, All the yoga makes you so farty. Yeah. There's no yoga. There's like a oh. human need what? to... Communicate. Like share your opinion. And maybe you just do it through your eyebrows. Yeah. Like Greg is looking at me saying, human need eyebrows up and down, Groucho Marx style. Yeah, yeah. Can you write notes on your eyelids? My mustache. Oh, is for sure. <laughs> Isn't there a movie Fuck where you. the girl writes, they're in love with the teacher and Indiana she writes, Jones. I love you? Indiana Jones. Is it Indiana Jones? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I would write that on my yeah, eyelids. Yeah. I would yeah, tattoo that on my eyelids for which Harrison, one for Harrison that? Ford. Oh, God. I don't remember. I love him. Which one? Truly, madly, deeply. I love him. Harrison. Like, remember the pl- this one? Please. A tattoo we saw on this oh, girl's lip. Yeah. She's like, got, like, a please tattoo, like, for her pout. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. super cute for five minutes. Clever. You're like, that's going to come in handy when you're homeless and begging for money. <laughs> totally. Or when you're old and suffering from dementia and need someone to feed oh, you. Oh, that's like a exactly. Mm, please. Yeah. Please feed me. That's nice. I know. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. I saw a guy the other day whose bottom lip was like a, it was like three inches long. It was like a shelf stuck oh. out of his face. Oh my goodness. And when we went for breakfast, he was walking around like this. Was he pouting? He didn't have a lip disc, did he? No. I don't know. I was like, hey, can I read your lip? And there was nothing. There was nothing there. <laughs> nothing on it. Instead of just please, he has like a whole piece of literature. Yeah, quote. It was a quote. Dear sir, to whom it may concern. <laughs> to whom it may concern. If you find me like this on the street, please sincerely, kindly roll my lip up. Sincerely and honestly yours. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, Mel's got a question for you. I wrote <laughs> She's on my sheet. Tell me about Rafi Swoon. Oh, yeah. Swoon. Yeah. 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 It's not I to read that part. Mm. No. We, uh, not yeah. like essentially, necessarily. I mean, I haven't met him, but I really like his I music. Told I told her that you were. He's a, he's a silver Armenian fox. Yeah. Oh. Is he Armenian? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. Is he really wonderful, though? He just seems so wonderful. He's lovely. I, You know yeah. what? I haven't seen him in person in a while, and I kind of really regret. I didn't. My uncle and aunt had a um, solstice party in December, and it's I couldn't go. And Rafi came to the party, right? so I didn't get to oh see God. Rafi. But we're but I we hang out a little bit on like uh, Instagram. Cool, cool. Yeah. But um, he lives on Salt Spring Island. Of course and, he does. Yeah, it's been there for a long time with Randy Bachman. They hang out, right? They live together. They have bunk beds. It's the cutest. <laughs> yeah, they share each other's beard trimmers. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Stop. Uh, but. What I know of Rafi and my memories of Rafi is lovely, lovely. Yeah. And I know his niece very well. So his niece is Kristen Kabukian, who's a musician. And remember when I mentioned Ivan Rosenberg, who was my right-hand man at camp? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's married to Ivan Rosenberg. Oh, my God. Small world, right? Small yeah. World. Yeah. And uh, so they have a lovely relationship, too, which bodes well for, I would say, for Rafi's character and everything. Anyway, my uncle produced all his, rec- like his first, I don't know, six records or something and yeah. toured with him a lot. And he's and- still good buds with my cousin ben and and oh and and i sang on them yeah 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 my brother dan and i got to be on more singable songs and 
Baby Beluga. Baby Beluga, guys. The two best ever. Baby Beluga in the deep blue sea Swims so wild and you swim so free Heaven above and the sea below And a little white whale on the go Baby Beluga Baby Beluga Is the water warm? Is your mama home with you so happy? I was wondering, you know, like, did you, you were, how old were you when you were on Baby Beluga? I was probably 10. So you kind of like reached your peak mm-hmm. at 10. That was it's it. It's all kind of made I could it. feel it, what was happening. Yeah. I've yeah. made it. I've made I've it. I've made it. And it's all downhill Being from in here. the studio right now with these earphones on, that's mm-hmm. just, I was bringing back that memory of, and I need some clean air for breathing. Wait, is that on Baby Beluga? Uh, yeah, and that's me singing in my 10-year-old out of tin voice. is a song in my heart Love in my family And I need some clean water for drinking And I need some clean air for breathing Except I forgot. It's and I need some... Clean water for drinking. That's what it is. And I need some clean air for breathing. I was yeah. like 10 and I had to do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Did you? Um, Just so guys know it, uh, listening out there, I was holding one earphone. One? With yeah. eyes closed. Eyes closed, yeah. like mouth, like a l- little Elvis lip. Yeah. Mm. Breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the constipation song. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Chad Kroger. Oh, I thought you were doing Pearl Jam there. I was now. (laughs) Pearl Jam. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, it's always like someone's pitching his little butt. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's actually three tracks laid over each other. Oh. Have you ever tried to do it all at once by yourself? No. That part of the song? It's impossible. impossible. Let's do it now. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. you would need three people to do that. Yeah, Actually, you can yeah, do yeah, five yeah. who's and then you're like, Ooh. and then you're like, Ooh. And then you're like. Ooh. Oh, Actually, yeah. Sarah and I are working on a little jingle for Greg. We are, yeah. Oh. And we're gonna have to do like a back and forth with that. Can we do that a bit? Like, Ooh. well, we have we a thing. We add it in. What do we? We do a Greggy. Yeah, Greggy, 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 Greg, Greg. <laughs> we're still, we're, we're still working work on, on it. it. We're still, <laughs> and yeah. still fresh. Process. Yeah, it's a pro- it's a process. You know, Jenny. I know. It's, just, it's, it's a real process. Sometimes you got to hash it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let's mm-hmm. be fair. Jingle writing is a lot harder than songwriting. Yeah. 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 Like what yeah. we do. I don't know if you heard our song for Melody's Box. Can't totally oh, I did hear it. Yeah. Heard so, the shit out of it. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't unhear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jenny. Um, you're yeah. a guest, so maybe you should ask a question, right? Yes, okay. I'm wearing an apron with a woman with large breasts. Yeah. Yes. It looks great on you. Thank you. Breasts yeah. look fantastic. Thank you. My breasts are only pectorals. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. Lucky. They're aspiring to be breasts. <laughs> and they're they, chips. One day they, they will wish. <laughs> they wish. And speaking of which, well, Sarah was talking about fanning out, hmm. not in like a military sense, but fan out. Around the perimeter. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like Sarah to me. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that is what I meant. That's yeah. what Sarah. she totally meant. That great. Yeah. It's weird you didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I misunderstood. I thought you meant like you know, like I used to feel comfortable around you, but right. since we just talked about like Sharon Lewis and Bram, yeah. right? I'm a little bit awestruck, starstruck, yeah, a little bit anxious. Nervous. Like your newest stuff that we listen to all the time, whatevs. But Sharon Lewis and Bram, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. So you're probably pretty. You know, it's probably hard to phase you. It's hard. But. I know it's hard for people to be around me mm-hmm. because of this. So, well, and you're super good looking. Yeah, I was hoping you were going to get around to that. <sighs> well, you know, it's the elephant in the room. Yeah. It's really guys. Come <laughs> Sharon Lois and Bram's elephant in the room. Yeah, not a great face for radio. No. Oh, thank Ooh. you. That's a very you have a terrible compliment. face for radio. That's amazing. Yeah. So, oh my god. So we'll just listen and enjoy your voice. Yeah. And uh, well, the question behind all of that. <laughs> is there anyone where, like that you've ever met where you were starstruck? Yeah, you who know? do you fan out of? Do you get that feeling? Oh, I to- oh my God, yeah. totally. Do oh, you get yeah. that? Okay. Are you a human being? Um, I mean, are you as arrogant as, as, I, you as come I come across? across? Yeah. Or like, have you felt? You're a real dick. So. <laughs> uh, sociopath much? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I get. I actually get that. Probably, probably. I don't know. I can't say, but I think mo- like worse than most of my friends really? who are like all other musicians. I'm super, anecdote. Can you super give shy? Us, um, can you drop some names? Anecdote. Uh, anecdote. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I will. Listeners, I, okay. So when I was talking about Heartbreak Hill, which was my bluegrass band in the '90s, into the two, no, yeah, early 2000s. Um, the other woman in that band was named Dottie Cormier. Okay. And she had no fear of meeting people. So for years, like 10 years, 11 years, we were hanging out in the same band and we were roommates and everything. And she would just go right over to anyone and be like, hey, you're Steve Earle. Let's hang out. What's going on? And then I would be and she'd say, this is my friend Jenny. And I wouldn't have to do it, you know. So I'd just be like, oh, hi, how are you? And then. Oh, hi, Steve Earle. And then there, you know. (laughs) I would like make friends with that person. And like, I I have stayed friends with some like people like that, but I could never approach them on my own. So I relied on her for that part of our, you know, relationship. So then once we stopped being in the band together or whatever, I was like, Oh my God, I can't do this at all. Like I can't be backstage and like meet people. Um, I bet Joey helps though. Joey's pretty calm. Yeah. He, he gets a little shy though. You know, it's surprising for sure. Yeah. Like people who are, Especially people who are performers and on stage a lot, you're actually a lot of people are pretty shy. Mm. He can be like disarmingly frank. Yeah, eventually, and I mean, is lovely. And we all get there pretty. We all get there disalarmingly frank. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, We all get there pretty quickly once we start chatting. Like you know, like when I met Gord Downey, for instance. Like I, but you know, I knew tons of people who knew him already. Mm -hmm. So that's a different thing than like just meeting someone totally cold. Right. Like if I walked in and Tom Waits was in a room, I'd be like, <gasps> oh, what am I going to do right now? I'm just going to probably pretend I'm not here. You know, I don't know. I'd pretend to have a heart attack. Barf and poo at the same time. <laughs> Barf and yeah. poo at the same time. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, we're having great. This is how we're gonna... If you're listening, Tom, which I know you are. At least it's a talking point, though, right? You'd be like, yeah. I'm sorry. Barf to poop. If you're listening, Tom, that was me. Multitasking. That, that guy who barfed and pooped near you that time. <laughs> well, his wife had a fake heart attack. <laughs> see, I just pretend I don't know them when I see celebrities. Because I used to work at a like That's high a good... end shop in Toronto and people right. would come in. They like and then that. I just like That's watch them like. from afar and pretend so I didn't want. know who they were. Because I don't but talk wanna, to them I still. I'd say would... like hi or whatever. Yeah. But That's cool. Yeah. I don't want to seem over eager. That's good. Yeah. Even so I, I just kind don't of coldly rec- like acknowledge actually, who like, they are. <laughs> be like kind of nasty with them. Just be mean. No. Like Shut up. You shut up. Where's the No, cushions? but I sort of awkwardly don't engage with them, I would say. Okay. Mm-hmm. I take it a little too far. Right. right. So Mark think, McKinney yeah. came in oh, one yeah. time, and my roommate at the time, Nikki, worked at the store with me, and she helped him with carpets, and there were so many funny rug jokes, and oh, I yeah. missed out oh, on the man. whole thing. Well, I watched from afar. Right. But I could have been, make, been making jokes. There's certain topics jokes, that you, you just, know? there's too many jokes. Like, I yeah. play tennis. I, I exhausted every ball joke in the first, like, four days I played, yeah. t- played tennis. You know, you're like, okay, this is too and easy. And it's over. Yeah. Well, it's like when Greg started carpentry. I was like, <laughs> nailing, <laughs> wood, screwing, screwing, hammering, nailing, all the things. Drilling. Yeah. And it, right. it got old really fast. Yeah. I was yeah. like, eh. Yeah. Then exactly. it starts yeah. to feel mandatory. You're like, <laughs> is that a hard screw? Caulking. Caulking. Mm, that caulking. one still gets me. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the like smile that. on your face. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's beaming. Love the cock. <laughs> so, the cock? You know, give me some good cock. Sorry, some so was there anyone some... in particular that really... Through me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. uh, I've, got, I've got a lot of like weird little celebrity run-ins over my life, but uh, I did a uh, Gordon Lightfoot tribute, and Gordon Lightfoot came oh. to it. Wow, He's a Jenny. big deal. And he... So we played, and then afterwards he was upstairs, and we were all talking, and it was my birthday, actually. And he said, I was 32, and he said, 32? Huh. And I said, yeah. Is there something special about 32? And he goes, it's just so young. And that was the end of our conversation. But uh, he was lovely. (laughs) That's a lovely conversation to have on your 32nd birthday. That's pretty good. You're like, oh, thank God for you. But, you know, who I wish I had known better when I met them was Buffy St. Marie. Dan and I were kids, and we were playing with a junior drug band, and we were doing the uh, telethon, kids' telethon. uh, I forget exactly what charity it was for. And she was there. And, you know, like, I fucking love Buffy St. Marie. But at that time, like, Dan and I were little kids, and she's on there, and she had a kids' record that she'd made. And she was singing Wink and Blinkin' and Nod. Cool. And she's got that vibrato thing, right? And Dan and I were like, oh my God. Like we were laughing and like so like <laughs> like we just thought it was the goofiest Craziest thing. thing. So uh I wish I'd known who I was right. meeting, you know, that would have been a lot cooler, but I was just a little kid. 
But uh, I've never really like. Oh, uh, the first time, the first time I ever played under my own name, I had to play a workshop with Gillian Welch. Oh, cool! That was pretty weird and scary. So I was definitely intimidated. But then we ended up partying that night, and they came back to our apartment with Heartbreak Hill, and uh, and Willie P. Bennett, as a matter of fact, who I mentioned earlier. Yeah, we all got to know each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but I I easily intimidated. But then once the first couple of, you know. Com- like little sentences and conversations start to happen, I find that basically easy, everybody easy. feels the same way. Yeah, absolutely. like they they feel just as weird as you do. Yeah. Oh, we're all just human beings. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly, we're except for that T Rex that at one time I was on TV with, and he yeah, was like so weird. <laughs> oh, I thought you made the band T Rex. Small. That'd be cool. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be cool. I've been getting into lately. So good. Spirit in the sky. No. 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 Wait, they're Sing they're a big. Bit of T-Rex no, their big popular song is uh, Bang a Gong. No, no, it's a Bang a Gong. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. Bang a Gong to get it on. But we then, do, actually, we Bang a Gong every time we're gonna get it on, or after. Yeah. No, before. Oh, before. Yeah. Our headrest yeah. is a gong on the bed. So yeah. Like, so uh, hopefully um, we're like, like banging the gong all night, all night long. <laughs> I have a quick story about that kind of thing, which is my friend, uh, my friend Andrew Bowie. I'll name him by name because this is his favorite story, and he makes me tell it all the time. Uh-huh. Is he came when we first moved to Elfin? Joey was away. It was just me home, and our friend Andrew, good friend Andrew, called. And he said. I'm, this girl I'm seeing um, lives in Eastern Ontario. Is it cool if we meet at your place? We'll have dinner. Like I'll bring food and whatever, and you'll meet her. And I said, sure, sure, great. So I was like, well, this is kind of never met her, but cool. And she was lovely, and she had a dog with her, a big you know lab or whatever. And we all had dinner, and then we had a bonfire, and then we all went to bed. So I go to bed downstairs in my room, and they go to bed in the guest room, which is directly above my room. And I'm starting to fall asleep, and all of a sudden I start hearing like a, you know, the boom. from upstairs i'm like okay i don't need to hear this i'm like put the pillow over my ears and and then it's like four minutes later it's boom 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 same rhythm yeah precisely i'm like what is happening we were having really precise sex (laughs) i'm like this is this actually what's going on and it went on for several minutes into almost the 10 minute range and i was thinking mix it up man (laughs) and then i suddenly realized it's the dog sleeping, lying on the oh floor, God, the wagging tail. his tail. Uh, and Andrew's a good up, lover, man. turns out. Good job, Andrew. It's like when conductors make love, like uh, orchestra conductors. conductors. They just like, have to stay They're on so the on time, they can't help it. They can't help it. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I wonder. Ew. Let's go sleep I'm with imagining things that I shouldn't be imagining right with now. With a stick? No. no. I'm just imagining like gyrating sort of different directions to a beat, you know? Like beep, the beep, ultimate gyrating dance. Yeah, it's funny hearing different Out. hearing Peace different out. people having sex though. And like I remember sleeping in the room below a friend, and, and they would be like fast, fast, like stop. Be like, oh, good. And then like a minute later, like that was crazy. Yeah, that was awful. It sounds terrible. It was terrible listening to. Should we intervene? Yeah, I, or yeah. call the police? I don't know. It was weird. Throw some water balloons in there. 
Yeah, that was probably the best. That's probably solution. what you should have done. Smoke bombs. That's terrible. Yeah. Smoke bombs. The jackhammer. Like I would have killed. Yeah, it was just totally for like the a... jackhammer. You're like no one li- like you yeah. just want to be like no one likes that. Stop doing that. Yeah, yeah but that's not your job. No. And then oh. immediate but shower after that. Remember that? Do you remember yeah. the immediate shower? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Roommates are the best. Let's all live. I don't know, roommates. Are you afraid of? Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> and you knew who you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. Rather we could use a man like Herbert Hoover again. Doesn't play the welfare state. Oh, yeah. Everybody pulled their weight. G.R. Old LaSalle ran great. Those were the days. Well done. Well done. Good. Um, so our listener, Catherine, had a question for you. Oh, listeners. Listener mm-hmm. questions. Catherine's really great. I'm going to plug her website because I really like her. She's a brilliant painter. Her She's website so is Orfalt, O-R-F-A-L-D dot C-A. Catherine says, so some of us listen to music like yours while we create do you think of your audience and all of its breadth when you make music, or do you focus more on what you're doing and let the audience just listen? Absolutely the second thing. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's a good idea to make art for anyone else, really. Right. Like thinking of your audience is a different thing. Maybe some people can do it or want to do it. Like maybe they are in like a rock band or like they want to have – you know, there's, they're thinking about the live show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that, I understand. Yeah. But like songwriting or painting, like you can't yeah. be, or sculpting or whatever. Yeah. You have to just want to do it for yourself. And I think you know, you're like, well, this isn't going to alienate anyone. Right. You know, and that's kind of the best you can do. As long as you like it, mm-hmm. it's for sure that. I think probably if you tried to do it the other way, it would come across as phony. Right. And I can I smell it from if a mile you went, away. If you went electric, you might alienate some. I would probably oh have God, some Pete Seegers chopping the cord to my electric sound. Yeah. yeah it'd be like when Bob Dylan yeah. went there, yeah. right? Danger. Exactly. Not Pete, good. Pete Seeger. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever think about like all the people that bone to your music? <laughs> yeah. I, a lot. <laughs> yeah. No. Lots but of people are boning to the sound of your voice, Jenny. <sighs> well, I, I would imagine. If you're boning to you're boning music, right now. send us... Uh, pictures or stories (laughs) of your best boning and what songs you enjoyed. Yeah. You can also put it up on our, uh, sorry, our Our website. I know. Put it on our website. There. No, No, Greg, it's you. You have your own guest host website? Yeah. Yeah. Guest host website. (laughs) Teach me, Greg. Teach me, Tiger. Click. I I just want to encourage people out there to bone to our podcast. Yeah. To our luscious podcast voices. Yeah. It's yeah. it's great background boning sound. You guys change probably it up, you right? probably keep that yeah change it up. Tempo. You keep that in mind when you're editing. I'm sure. Totally. Yeah, we do. Yeah, start out slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, move Pardon. into a little more intensity. Mm-hmm. Bring it up yeah. in volume yeah. and mm-hmm. laughs and four, giggles. Four, and then pour slip some into wine. Like, pour some wine. Hey, slip oh, into three, turn six. the lights off. Down. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Leave them uh, up. Yeah. Turn them off. Sure. I don't know. This is getting hot and heavy. Yeah. See. Okay, so we've been asking people to send in advice questions, and I've had one that I've been sitting on for the entire school year. It must be warm by now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's ready to hatch. It's almost hatched. (laughs) (laughs) So 
My daughter is in JK, and since the beginning of the school year, there have been a couple of big kids, SKs, who have been really dicks to her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call <laughs> them dick. Wicked Witch and Monkey. So the Wicked Witch often says things to her like, I don't like your face. Why does your face look like that? And That's I say so, to her, like prison talk. That's yeah. So tough. And so I'm like, you know what? Just don't play with her. And she's, Shank and then her. the next day I got a picture and she's like painting the bottom of the stupid bully wicked witch's foot for some craft thing. Cause she can't, you know, she can't get away from her. They're in the same class. Mm-hmm. And so they're really mean to her and they exclude her. And she's tried to play with them on the schoolyard. And they say things like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I just wanted to play with you. And then they say, oh, that's weird. Okay. I'm just going to go over here now. And they're really terrible and rude. And so my question to you guys is, do you, do you teach your kid to like stand up for her and be like, screw you guys. You suck. At four years old. Like, just punch them in the face. That's what I punch that witch and her monkey right in the face. Dump them in the twat. (laughs) <laughs> gas pedaling. Give her a gas pedal. Just give her a good gas pedaling. What? Stop. It makes me think of the Star Wars movie. Yeah. You guys know Star Wars? No. I've heard no. Of it. I've heard of it. no. Is that new? They're, okay, so they're in a bar. The hero <laughs> Luke has special powers. And a, a random stranger and his monster come up and he's like, my friend doesn't like you or doesn't like your face or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Luke's like, oh, sorry, bud. And then he's like, I don't like you. Yeah. And then it's like, just whoop, chop one of their arms off with a lightsaber. Right. Totally shut them up. <clears throat> yeah. And the rest of the time they were in the bar. And then like, everybody else left them cool. alone. They were cool. Right. I don't, what are you guys talking about? Star Wars. <laughs> the bar scene in Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars. I think it's Wars. a space. Oh, I, I know. Space. The Ronald Reagan program. Yeah. To protect yeah. North right. America yeah. from <laughs> nuclear war. Yeah, yeah that's heads. it. Yeah. Right. I think that uh, does your daughter have friends, other like allies, or is it just yeah. these two? So is mm-hmm. is this th- something that she wants? She wants to be part of this group. Yeah, that's the thing that's so sad about it. Is she says all the time she comes home and says, "Oh, today the wake of witch told me that I couldn't be friends with her, but yesterday I was friends with her, and and I don't know why I can't be friends with her anymore." And it's just really sad because she's so innocent and just mm-hmm. wants to be their pal, and they're such jerks to her, yeah. and they're only five, and she's only four. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think yeah, you yeah. kind of. Uh, it's, I, I always. In those situations, I haven't didn't deal with them so much when they were really my kids were really young, but mm-hmm. a little later, and it was sort of more about realizing that it's from a place of jealousy that that behavior comes mm-hmm. from. Right? These kids are like, there's something going on with this other kid that's threatening, right? And I have to protect my power right now, right? So mm-hmm. whatever way you can portray that to a four like four year old, how do you even mm-hmm. portray that to an adult, right? I don't Go, know, but maybe us. maybe with a four-year-old, it might even be easier because you can use analogies like the Wicked Witch and Dorothy. Right. Why is yeah. the Wicked Witch so mean to Dorothy? Because she's threatened by Dorothy because Dorothy has the slippers. Right. And she's like, Dorothy's totally going to take over this whole place if I don't keep her down. Right. Yeah, if you can flip the dynamic and help them understand, like, maybe this person isn't so happy or maybe they're not so confident, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. maybe they aren't so comfortable with themselves or with uh it the, it does the double service to your daughter of like telling her why those people are being mean to her but also letting her know 
that she's someone that other people admire and maybe are threatened by in like a social way, which gives her the power. And, and also that, I mean, we do this with our kids a lot. Um, It also gives them the idea that, you know, just because someone is doing something that's not great, maybe they're being mean or maybe they're not reacting to a situation appropriately. doesn't mean that they're a terrible person. Like it, it puts in mind, like, you know, I do it even when I freak out on my kids. Just yesterday, actually, I was feeling overwhelmed. I was having a stressful day, blah, blah, blah. And I was freaking out on the kids. And uh, I pulled them aside later and said, you know, guys, like, I'm just feeling really overwhelmed. And unfortunately, I, I, I took that out on you because you were right next to me. Uh, but Yeah, but and you don't the, have like, the language or the capacity when you're five to do that, but that's the joy of growing older is that you can acknowledge mm-hmm. it's the same behavior, yeah. but you can put a cause to it and you can, you know, if you, you didn't bring articulate your, it. If you didn't bring your lightsaber. Yeah, like if you Otherwise, don't have a like, shiv, you could also just teach her how to make a shiv out of common um, kindergarten objects. Yeah, right? Or you can make a like, pretty decent shiv out of a crock. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Like You're the, the safest shoes. <laughs> yeah, not if, not if you go onto YouTube and check out Croc Shiv. Yeah, but if seriously, if she's not getting, if though like if that doesn't work or get through to your kid, just tell her like, find a weaker kid, make fun of them in front of the Wicked Witch. Yeah, wait yeah. till oh, she's around. Yeah, she'll be like, like maybe oh. her younger sibling. Yeah. Right, use your sibling. Yeah, use your sibling to you know, like shove them in front. Yeah, cruelty it's like love. Um, stand if there's a company. bear chasing you. Find like a weaker, slower Pray, person. Run animal. past them. Yeah, yeah, and like push them. Yeah, right. run past right. them. Like push them in front of the bear. Yeah, yeah. I hope dog eat dog. Does that help? Kindergarten yeah, is yeah, like really yeah. Helpful. No, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. So helpful. Like tripping her, right? Because like, the other day I was like, well. She's a bitch because <laughs> I was tired of hearing it. It makes me really angry. She's mean yeah. to my baby yeah. and she's a really kind little girl and that's not nice, you know? Mm-hmm. When you're really at pickup, upsets me. you're yeah. sitting it's in your car at really pickup time yeah. and you're like, huh? which one is it? Which one is it? Sitting which in your car at yeah. pickup time? You know? Which fucking kid is and it? And you don't even have to ask. You can tell. You can yeah. Like tell. the Simpsons with that evil mm-hmm. baby with the unibrow. Yeah. Oh, man. That evil. baby's so evil. Mm-hmm. Well, that was really helpful, I think, for yeah. all of us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so a shiv. Well, I'll start with like compassion and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, understanding, empathy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if that doesn't work, make a shiv out of a crock. Yeah. Mm. Boom. Yeah. Love she it. can totally sneak that into school. No problem. No privies. Yeah. They don't even check those things. Yeah. There's anymore. no like it's not going to go off in the metal, metal detector in the kindergarten metal detector. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um. Okay. Last but not least, we thought we'd finish up with a little pop quiz. I love it. Because Ooh. a little known fact pop, pop, pop. about Jenny. Actually, there's two little known facts. Nobody knows any facts about you, Greg, because you're not famous. <laughs> well, so. my introduction was lacking. <laughs> my, my brother, brother, wife, and that's about all you need to know. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Uh, Greg worked for a catering company for years and years and years, time and again. Uh they're really a prolific yeah. company, and Greg was amazing. He's a catering hero, mm-hmm. and the man can arrange flowers like you fucking wouldn't believe. That's he, true. He can set a table. The shit out of flowers. The shit out of flowers. He does. It's amazing. Yeah. You do. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. I could and, take like um, a bunch of flowers and I could make them into like 
like a couple a bunches of flowers. Yeah. yeah. Like you could take like two bunches and make like four bouquets. Yeah. We like to call them bouquets at home. Put rocks in the bottom and maybe put a ribbon on them. And now you're here. Ooh. And Jenny, you event plan. Mm-hmm. You do all kinds of event planning stuff. I do. And you're amazing at it. Pretty good, yeah. 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 Uh, I sat amazing. yesterday, weirdly, I was at the Cardinal Cafe. Oh, I love that place. Yes, in uh, Charbot Lake. And I was sitting there organizing a food truck for my father-in-law's 85th birthday and Hello. doing all this stuff. I was doing a bunch of stuff. And all the, the two, tr- like- there's two women sitting across from me at the Cardinal Cafe in Charbot Lake, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And then a dude comes in to pick them up, obviously. They've been working away the whole He's time. He's like, hey, ladies, what's up? And they start – he just picked them up. Yeah. At the cafe. Amazing. It was impressive. Both really? of them. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was pregnant. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Way to go. It's Charbot Lake. Really taking it home. Yeah, Charbot Lake. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so he starts, they start all chatting across the work table for me. And she's like, oh my God, you want to see the latest thing that I'm doing? An LCBO event in Toronto. And they were all event planners. And I was like, this is super weird. And we're sitting at this cafe we're all in event Charbot Lake planning. planning events. It's the place to plan your event. Yep. Cardinal Cafe. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had a little um, pop quiz for you two. Ooh. Melody and I, um, well, we're planning our sisterhood ceremony. Mm. It's like a marriage, but without the sexing. More yeah. menstruating. More yeah. texting. Yeah. Men- we're syncing you know? We're syncing yes. our menses and we're having a fucking ceremony. There's 100 guests and an open bar. How much booze do we get, guys? 100 guests? Booze. Open 100 bar? Guests. Open bar. Two glasses per person. Of wine and like for what two cases of Coors because there's always some asshole who wants a Coors. Oh, what a dick! Yeah. What a dick! No, actually, that's bad advice. It's four four drinks a person, four per person. Yeah, for but that's bar. way or hundred drinks. Way a lot. Way yeah. more than you're going to need. But why not? And like, let's right. why you know, not? You know why you can return it? Damn. What's or the not. crowd? Who is it too? Because you know, like a lot it's of their old, friends. There's uh, half old people. Yeah. Half seniors. Okay. Half ju- juniors. <laughs> Lots of kids. Yeah, it's your friends. And also, you're going to be there. So I'll be like there. So, like, four drinks per person. Am I invited? Right. Because that's going to tilt the, <laughs> yeah. like. tilt Lots the balance. Of booze. Lots yeah. of booze. I'd say four. Four drinks a person. The reason I say that, because that's way too many. But wherever you go, you're either, if it's a private party, you can yeah. return the wine that's unopened and the beer that's unopened case by case. Here's or, a little tip. Yeah. Don't ice everything. Just don't do tip. it. Because the labels will fall off. You can't take them back. Yeah. Oh. Don't open every case of beer. Cases as you need them. Keep them in a yeah. cold place. Don't put them in wet, wet place. ice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. You guys are amazing. Yeah. We're pretty good. We're going to do it. Driving. Okay. Four dr- I'm going to go have four drinks right now to yeah. celebrate. Thanks, guys. <laughs> You guys are amazing. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. No, thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. No, thank you. You're welcome. I'll see you at home. Oh, you're tonight. welcome. You're so welcome. See you. You owe me, Greg. You owe me for this. I said I'll see you at home tonight. You owe me big time. Jenny, where can we find you? All of my information now is mm-hmm. at jennywhitely.com. J-E-N-N-Y-W-H-I-T-E-L-E-Y.com. Perfect. Greg, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Where can we find you? You can find me in the club. 
Cool. Bottles full of bub. Cool. It's 50 cent, like to say. Making uh, it rain. Honey, I got what you need. If you need to fill a... I don't... That's all I know. That's... A, but yeah, man. I'm hard to find, but you can look. Yeah. You can come to my house. Cool. I'm not going to say the address on the radio. I know where to find you. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Sister a wife. The... Make friends with me yeah. and I'll get you to Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook, Sarah Wright. You can find my arty art art on littlewrightcrew.art. No, just one. Art. 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 LittleRikery.art on Instagram. Buy all um, my art we... for a lot of money. Yeah. It's not worth it. So Sorry. much money. So much money. Million dollars. Buy digital images of it. Digis. For a considerable Digi. Time. Digi. You can find me at MelodyStarkWeather.ca. All of my stuff is there. Tune in next time. Next time. Or else. Coming up next time, Liz Cooper. Boo-boo-boo. Liz is a professional photographer. And Real a professional friend. She is a professional friend. <laughs> she's the best. And she's, she's going to come and shoot your wedding and teach you how to take better pictures also. Yeah, she's going to tell us tips about how to actually get good pics of our kids, which is tricky. Mm-hmm. How to get good pics of ourselves. How to make people smile who are sour in the face. Sour in your face. There's a there's a ween song that's like... A- Hey there, sour grapes, down in the dumps, long in the face, drinking down your dinner all alone. Feeling bad, feeling blue, tonight the rainbow ends with you. So sit on down and make yourself at home. So, yeah, cool. Yes, she's gonna share some of her worst date stories and worst photo shoot stories so yeah. i'm pretty excited to hear those stories <laughs> listen i'm not making rules for life i'm just making suggestions for life for good taste good. <laughs> i like it i like it and now it's greg with his weekly greg existentialism greg 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 what is it that makes folk and roots music so timeless how is it that it persists over such a long period of time and uh, is relatively unchanged? I wonder what it is that resonates throughout time in that music. Is it the storytelling, the simplicity of it, or the simple emotions that we can all relate to? Themes of loss or joy or darker themes like murder and betrayal. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's my question. Thanks, Greg. Thank you, Greg. To hear the songs that we've had today on our episode and for more songs just like these, by that I mean completely random songs that we like, uh, check out our playlist on Spotify, Teach Me Tiger playlist on Spotify. All right. Cool. I will also write up all of the names of the songs and artists, and I'll put it in the show notes so you can look it up there as well. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much. And remember...
It's a jungle out there. Teach me, Tiger, how to tease you. Yeah.